send the mothers back to work Let the school system parent your children right from the birth Make them ill, feed them pills Confuse them about what's real Tell them facts don't really matter It's all about how you feel Science and math are racist History lets erase it Indoctrinate a whole generation You can't escape it It's bigger than American politics You're an accomplice White people racist and bigots And you're a colonist If you want freedom We'll encourage to do the opposite It's toxic masculinity If a man is too confident Excuse me, what's a woman? Well, I am not a biologist Common sense is really not coming When you're a communist Parents that care about their kids Let's call them terrorists It's cool to be a feminist And an environmentalist And if you love the country That makes you a white supremacist Don't even try defending it Cause what you say's irrelevant Put your hands up Everybody stand up The whole world going mad, bruh Two plus two equal five You a racist If you don't think that adds up Hands up Everybody stand up independent thoughts and just ignore them communism's the way democracy is too boring bring your kids to a drag show give them a couple dollars to put right up in their asshole don't worry about the epstein flight logs the case is closed so don't even go and ask bro trust the wa show and cdc none of our politicians work for the ccp white kids are born racist if you disagree that makes you a damn racist study crt in today's lesson men can get pregnant put your hands down no more questions don't say pedophile just say ala Adults that like adolescents Go and put your hands up, everybody stand up The whole world going mad, bruh Two plus two equal five You a racist if you don't think that adds up Go and put your hands up, everybody stand up The whole world going mad, bruh Two plus two equal five You a homophobe if you don't think that adds up Welcome to Radical, ladies and gents. That was High Res. Two plus two equals five. The official music video. Uh, man, it's got a, quite a few plays already. This is uh, he's he's a rapper. I didn't even know who he was. It's, uh, you can find him on High Res TV. I'll provide links on YouTube and the show notes and all that fun stuff. It had appearances from Ian Smith, Doctor Robert Malone, uh, Lou Erdell. Harley Morstein and J.P. Sears. Uh, you guys probably know J.P. Sears the best. He's uh, he's a comedian. He's got long orange hair, uh, and he does a lot of uh, the comedy on the the world culture. So, anyway, welcome to Radical. Um, no, we're uh, we're getting into like one show a week territory right now, and it's it, it's for a good reason. There's a lot going on. There's a lot that I'm figuring out. There's a lot of changes in life, and then so much going on behind the scenes. I wish I could inform you guys of someday. Someday, someday, you guys will see what I have been fighting, um, and I got to tell you, you know, this. To, thanks to every one of you guys for being here through all of it. I know I've been <clears throat> up and down this year. Well, actually, I guess it's a 2022 uh, was was a, a bad year for me. I mean, just crazy with the back and and everything else that was going on, but. You know, we're we're hitting some real momentum here, and and I don't mean like just radical, like 
our movement of freedom and liberty is really really starting to switch gears i think this this music video by uh high res is i'm I'm shocked it's still on youtube honestly um but it is it's up and i you know i don't know high res um from from anybody else in the world but you know what i do like this message i do like the fact that he is coming out swinging against the the woke against the communists against the socialists against the, the the people who are absolute pedophiles I, I, the people that are indoctrinating our children, you know, I, I, I wish there were some banking references in here, um, maybe someday. But you know, for for me, you know, seeing this, this is this is pretty incredible to have, you know, a different culture starting to take over, starting to make its way, while this fiat paradigm is dying. Thank God, and. I mean, there's so much out there in the news right now um, in, in that I haven't covered since the last time I was on here. And, you know, to give it more of a high-level kind of understanding for for everybody to see what's really, really going on. I know people have already kind of commented, like, we've got a lot of distractions going on, and they're absolutely right. The distractions are in place because there is too much happening. Uh, you had the release of the understanding that we were behind the United States, I should say, the United States government and DOD, for that matter, was behind the Nord Stream pipeline uh, bombing, right? Like we were the people that blew it up. Surprise, surprise. I mean, President Biden came out and said, you know, we will do something. Trust me, we have our ways. Um, Not verbatim quote, but basically said, you know, we'll do something about this Nord Stream pipeline. And they obviously did do something about the Nord Stream. Uh, in other news, there are a bunch of UFOs and balloons and things like that that are being shot down over Alaska and Canada and parts of Lake Michigan and Lake Ontario and Erie. And, you know, this this understanding that they're closing airspace and, you know, they're talking about UFOs. If you want to be sure about something and understand how it works if it's in the news they want you to know about it they're using it as you know weapons grade psychological operations some people are calling it information operations i you know what i don't give a shit um if that's what some people are calling it that's what the the new the new word is for psychological operations i'm sure it's being put in use um by the, the the super woke if it's it's being disseminated that quickly info operations great i don't care psychological operations info operations call it whatever the hell you want the mass media the the the, the, the parroting you know the industry that's out there that is the mouthpiece for the banks and the state and extremely wealthy individuals has decided you know hey we're, we're going to talk about ufos now well It's crazy, you know, with all this going on and the reported um, future release of the Epstein flight logs, the the people who had visited uh, Epstein's island, you know, the the reason why Ghislaine Maxwell is in in prison right now uh, is supposed to be coming out. And right now, obviously, the economy is also crashing, right? They'll tell you every day, all day, that things are fine, that gas prices are coming down, that inflation is coming down, and grocery prices and things like that, it's obviously not. And I will tell you right now that inflation is here to stay. 
There's nothing that they can do about it at this point. But why why all of a sudden just the madness? And you may feel like it's absolute madness. It is. It's supposed to be madness. It's supposed to confuse. It's supposed to strike fear. It's supposed to be maddening. I mean, it's it's supposed to push you towards the edge. So you it, it triggers that lower brain response, fight or flight. Fight or flight. And when they get neither from us, we win. Right now, when we look around and see everything that's happening, everything that's coming to light, everything that I've mentioned, everything that is coming to light on Twitter, I mean, you the, the, the fact that we've uncovered a genocide, we, that we've uncovered that the DHS and FBI and the government have been working in unison with social media. Nobody's paid for it. Nobody's gone to stand trial. Nobody's being arrested. Nobody's doing anything about this. It's crazy. For the life of me. I do understand Americans' patience, though. I understand that I think people are extremely weary of war. They want to avoid it at all costs. The crazies out there that are calling for escalation with Ukraine and escalation with China, they're, they're not serious people. D- to think that a country that's $31 trillion in debt and has $200 trillion in unfunded liability, those numbers are crazy to think about in such giant numbers. You, you, first of all, you can't afford to go to war. The thing is, is the Fed can't afford not to go to war. It's the only thing that's going to help them spend more money faster to keep the economy here in America somewhat stabilized. Because they're going to have to drop interest rates and they're going to have to create spending. That's the way Keynesian economy works. So when when we you know have all these rational people out here that are like, no, man, we're not going. You know, you've got you've got Joe Biden talking about Social Security and Medicare and how there are Republicans who want to get rid of it. Well, here's the problem is if you're two hundred trillion dollars, two hundred trillion in unfunded liabilities, and that is specifically for Medicare, Medicaid, the entitlement programs, that is six hundred thousand dollars per American. That's it. Just that little bit. Pay your share. Pay your share. And if you're rich, pay somebody else's share. Because God knows you didn't earn it. You didn't build your business by yourself. Nobody is paying the price. And the leeches, they're going to continue to take and take and take and take and take. The unproductive class, the bankers, the politicians, and the zombie corporations. If you're not used to this language and if you're here for the first time, I I welcome you. I'm glad you're here. I don't care where you come from. We're talking about new things and we're talking about solutions on this show because this is where I'm pushed to. We talk about homesteading. We talk about peace. We talk about Bitcoin a lot because it encompasses all of these things. It is the path forward. A lot of people aren't comfortable with that. Trust me. I'm going to tell you right now, I wasn't comfortable with Bitcoin either. I am a very tangible person. I'm out here on a mountain in North Georgia homesteading for God's sakes. 
if I can't touch it, if I can't use it, I understand that it's, you know, it's uh, ephemeral. Like it's, it's one of those things where you're, you can't really conceptualize it until you sit down and you learn it. It's a good thing to understand. It's a good thing to understand that when the world reserve currency, the U.S. dollar, is you know gone because let's face it, two hundred trillion dollars in unfunded liability, like I just said, that's not recoverable. And a lot of people talk about you know debt is what kills nations. No, debt is not what kills nations. Bad money, fiat money, is what kills nations. That is the root of the problem. If you have good money and you have money that is decentralized, that is good money, by the way. If you have money that the state can't touch, can't control, can only get from you through consent, that's good money. Money that can't be inflated into infinity, that's good money. Money that you can move around the world from one person to another person without a third party without banks, without settlements, you name it, without anybody pushing that money from you, taking a fee and then pushing it to somebody else and tracking it. That's good money. Money that the entire world can use is really good money. And money that is audited is great money. That's Bitcoin, ladies and gents. Absolutely 100%. All of that is Bitcoin. Why is all this stuff happening? Oh, this this whole this whole paradigm seems to be crumbling in front of our faces. We all see it. Everybody sees it. I don't care if you're libertarian. I don't care if you're Republican. I don't care if you're Democrat. I don't care if you don't vote at all. I think a lot of people right now. I think that some of the smartest people on earth are just like, nah, fuck this. I'm not voting. I don't give a shit anymore. Like. This isn't going to change anything because it's built on a on a on an incentive system uh, on <laughs> excuse me an incentive system that is absolutely corrupt from the very get go because of the money. If you're if you're done like I am with politics, like I'm done. I get that you can do some good things locally, and you should probably be doing some really good things locally. I've always talked about knowing your mayors, knowing your sheriff, and telling them where the line in the sand is. Getting a group of people that are absolutely irate that they're still going after peaceful people with their badges and guns, taking money from peaceful people, sticking up for the banks against peaceful people who are tired of the system. I don't understand for the life of me right now. All these people who cannot stand government indoctrination camps, youth government indoctrination camps, for those people that don't speak radical, schools, government schools, public schools, I don't know, what's the indoctrination term? Public schools? For all the people that are you know, irate right now about CRT and public schools, why, why aren't you getting together and refusing to pay property tax? That's the solution. The solution isn't going down to the school board and trying to get curriculum changed. It's built on a corrupt incentive system. Corrupt money from the very beginning. That's it. If you want to change school, you have to change money. That means 
you and your neighbors have to refuse. You have to get together and you have to tell the sheriff and the mayors that you're done. And if they come for your house, because the bank told them to come to you for your house, which is going to happen, then you stand together and you fight. But if, you're, if your sheriff and mayor isn't willing to stand with you at some point, very, very soon, they're going. those, those are the sheriffs and mayors that are going to do anything to get paid in CBDCs. The absolute opposite of Bitcoin. They're shitcoins. The U.S. dollar is a shitcoin. The U.S. dollar is the first cryptocurrency. Crypto is not Bitcoin. I've said this a million times on this show. Don't shitcoin, people. Friends, don't let friends shitcoin. Don't fucking do it. Oh, what about this ether? What about the No, don't do it. Bitcoin, Bitcoin, Bitcoin. Bitcoin's on a freaking rip right now. I think we're up above 24, maybe 24.4 right now, 24,400. Let's let's see exactly what it is right this second. Um, this morning, Bitcoin is at yeah $24,587.12 per cash app. <clears throat> also, if you want to support the show, Shane Hazel on cash app. Dollar sign, Shane Hazel. No Patreon anymore. None of that crap. I'm not dealing with those people. A bunch of disincentivized cuck bucks that, uh, that want to, to give all your information to the IRS and everybody else. So if you want to support me, you can go to Cash App and hit some, you can send me some dirty fiat or you can send me some Bitcoin either way. I really appreciate that. But what we're watching, ladies and gents, is this fiat system full of disincentives for the normal man and woman and child. You're seeing it crumble. You are seeing the the skeletons now come out of the closet and you know, like it or not, you know, guys like Alex Jones were absolutely right about this decades ago. And that's why they hated him so much. That's why they canceled him right off the bat. You, you, billionaire pedophiles. Billionaire pedophiles running the world. It's incredible. The fact that, you know, you, you, all these cons- quote-unquote conspiracy theories happen. I mean, look around. I'll tell you what infuriates me is... You know, the chemtrails. I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. Like when I see what a regular exhaust is off of a off of a jet versus what it is off of some of the things that are flying overhead. These long, long streaks. Man, it looks like spray to me. Yeah. Things like that. The fact that the billionaire pedophile thing turned out to be true. The fact that we don't know anything about it. The fact that they would rather talk about UFOs and you know you got Paul Krugman back in the day talking about this on national TV. But even if you were, wouldn't John Maynard Keynes say that if you could employ people to dig a ditch and then fill it up again, uh, that's fine. They're being productively employed, employed. They pay taxes, so maybe the big, maybe Boston's big dig was, was just fine after all. Think about World War II, right? That was not that was actually negative social product spending, and yet it brought us out. I mean, partly because you want to put these things together. If we say, look, we could use some inflation, Ken and I are both saying that, which is, of course, anathema to a lot of people in, in, in Washington, but is, in fact, what the basic logic says. It's very hard to get inflation in a depressed economy, but if you had a program of government spending plus an expansionary policy by the Fed, you could get that. So if you think about using all of these things together, 
you could accomplish you know a great deal. I mean, if if we if we discovered that uh, you know space aliens were planning to attack and we needed a, a massive buildup to counter the, the space alien threat um, and really inflation and budget deficits took secondary uh, place to that. Um, this slump would be over in 18 months. And then if we discovered, whoops, we made a mistake. There aren't actually any space So we need aliens. Orson Welles be better... is what you're saying. No, that's a, that's a, there was a Twilight Zone episode like this in which uh, scientists fake a, uh, an alien threat in order to achieve world peace. Well, this time we don't need it. We need it in order to get some fiscal stimulus. I want you guys to understand what you just heard. I know I joke around about this guy going on, and he was on Bill Maher saying, hey, seriously, this is, this is a serious plan. Replace what he just said. Fake an alien, get scientists to fake an alien invasion. And not for world peace, but for stimulus growth. I want you to replace alien invasion with COVID. That's what I want you to do. Just replace, you know, the whole the whole thing. Now, he just you play it back and it's him saying, what we need to do is get a bunch of scientists to fake a giant pandemic around this disease called COVID for economic stimulus. I said this back in 2019 when Brexit was happening. I said, this is the beginning of the global economic meltdown. Mark my words. What happened in early 2020? That was late 2019, by the way. And I got to tell you, like, I sold my house at the end of that. I was like, I'm done. I'm, I got to get out of here and I got to get off grid and I got to get somewhere safe. Because when this shit melts down, I don't want to be near groups of stupid people. And you have Paul Krugman setting up the, you know, the, the, the lie, the great lie, something ridiculous, right? Oh, you know, he said alien invasion, but everything else is exactly the same. Bunch of scientists sitting there saying, we have to gear up, we have to ramp up an economy by spending most of our money with drug companies, some with PPE companies, and basically shut down the rest of the economy to spur the economy. This is the kind of madness that is Keynesian economics. This is what these people will do for control. They will kill you in the millions, if not tens or hundreds of millions, maybe even billions. They wanted everybody vaccinated. Everybody. They knew the side, the side effects. They knew that there was going to be all sorts of heart problems, blood problems, clotting, reproductive problems afterward. Think about that. Taking out as many liabilities in the social, you know, now receiving social security class as possible. Take those guys out because you have two hundred trillion dollars in unfunded liabilities, and the baby boomers, they're they're now coming into social security, Medicare, Medicaid. We we have to obviously get rid of a lot of this kind of stuff. You think that guys with similar interest can't come around and work together on those interests? It doesn't have to be a conspiracy, as George Carlin said. When when interests overlap, a conspiracy is not needed. The government interacting with Pfizer, like they needed that. Pfizer needed it, and they needed it. 
It's all out in the open. It is as abs- if you take the blinders off, this is absolutely the easiest thing to see. They buy jets and they jet set around and they talk about global warming. You have the train wreck in Palestine, Ohio. And they're like, oh, hey, the EPA is like, air quality is fine. Everything's good. Meanwhile, turn in your fucking gas stoves. Don't worry about the people that are jet setting. Don't worry about the people that are on yachts. Don't worry about the people that have multiple mansions in different parts of the world. Don't worry about those guys. Don't worry about the the same guys that are telling you, hey, the oceans are going to rise, like Barack Obama, who's got a place in Martha's Vineyard and Hawaii that are three feet above sea level. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about, you know, Bill Gates buying up tons of farmland. Don't worry about the processing plants, the food plants getting destroyed. Don't worry about any of that while, you know, Bill Gates and BlackRock and State Street are buying up large swaths of American farmland. Don't worry about it. Just eat beyond meat. You're fine. Stop eating beef. We're fine. Eat this eat this genetically prepared goop. Oh, it's good for you. You're great. You can develop man tits just like Bill Gates. No. No, 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 no. We're not going to get in the pod. We're not going to eat the fucking bugs. No. But to understand this from a larger picture. The larger picture is this. You're seeing all of this change because change is happening. And I don't think it's on their schedule. I think that they've been caught flat-footed. I think they don't have an answer for new technology and Bitcoin. I think that Bitcoin is about to absolutely explode. They don't have an answer for this. And they are making mistakes left and right. You can see it. You can see the greed. You can see the inhumanity. You can see the genocide. You can see all this no matter who or where or what you are. It doesn't matter anymore. And I'll tell you right now, this group of Bitcoiners, smart, mostly younger, they see the writing on the wall and they're not going to get caught flat-footed like these people. They're fighting back the best way that they know how, through anonymity, through privacy, through uncensorable, decentralized nodes that audit the blockchain every 10 minutes. They are not going to have their wealth destroyed by a bunch of psychopathic megalomaniacs, the murder cult. They're not going to do it. When you look at this and you see that the change is happening, we'd be silly to think that this was just going to be simple, that this was going, we're going to slide right into a new world reserve currency when the monsters on the other side have literally killed hundreds of millions of people for money. It's not going to be simple. It's not going to be easy. It is going to be possibly world war. 
I'm not saying don't fight. I'm not saying don't push back. I'm saying the longer that they get no reaction out of us, while their economy dies, while their dollar dies, while this really, really upside down evil incentive system that they've produced, while it dies and everything that they vested in it also dies, the longer they don't get a reaction out of you, good, bad, or indifferent, the longer that you stay peaceful, the longer that you push back peacefully, the longer that you build that golden bridge of retreat for your enemy, the better this whole transition turns out. The smoother it goes, the less death, the less harm, the less people that get kicked off of their property. You might just make some allies. You have to understand that we are going through some growing pains. You have to understand that these growing pains are worth it. You have to understand that struggle in life is what gives us purpose. That's why this whole upside down incentive that the banking system has put forth is so perverse. They have the cheat codes. They have the cheat codes. Think about it. These people have nothing else to do. They have the cheat codes to life. There is no struggle for them whatsoever until now. They've had the cheat codes for a millennia. And it's now crashing down on their heads. When you have the cheat codes, perversions, eugenics, child porn, child rape, child black markets for for sex, that's what these people got into. Because nothing in life gave them purpose. Because they could just print their way into whatever they wanted. That's ending. And our struggle, our fight for liberty and freedom has just begun. Got a reading for you guys today. And you guys know I'm I'm ext- I have I have a lot of faith in a higher power. I am not religious in the least. Um and so I read this and thought, you know what, it's still worth the read. Um I'm not trying to push, you know, any religious agenda on any of you guys. That's that's not my point here. Um I think there is something to uh, low tie preference, delayed gratification type of cultures. That's what Bitcoin is. I think um, you know a lot of cultures that get that right, that uh, that you know that push their their children to understanding the the whole marshmallow experiment that was done at Stanford. If you don't know, that's great. Leave kids in a room with a marshmallow and tell them, hey, if you don't eat this for two minutes, I'll be back with another marshmallow. And you continue that as long as they don't eat the marshmallow. And you, it's a it's a great predictor of what kids have already been taught or understand that low time preference, delayed gratification is rewarding. So today I wanted to, to give you guys this read. And I hope you enjoy it. And I hope you guys are understanding 
you know, where we're going, what we're doing. I hope you understand that this, although it is a turbulent time, it is a tough time, and you're alive for it. You're alive to see the absolute banking cabal collapse. An absolute moment in human history. Not just our generation. Not just a century. This is an absolute fundamental change in the way human beings are going to communicate. That's a pretty amazing thing to witness. It's a pretty amazing thing to help fight for. What are you doing? What are you doing to help? What are you doing to evangelize? What are you doing to help people understand the moment they are in and where we are going? The choices before them. Total tyranny, CBDCs, or total freedom, Bitcoin. Your call. I hope you guys enjoy the read. Today's article is from BitcoinNews.com. Freedom money, God's money. Written by Jason Morris. February 14th, 2023. What if God decided to take over the world's money for the sake of his children's freedom? What if he could inspire a man to write mathematically based on protocol that created such a money, a money linked to energy, the substance that creates all things? The work, time, energy put into something determines its true value. It's all the same energy originating from our sun, whether it is spent in human energy, electric energy, solar energy, or food eaten to give us energy we need to move through life. What if this money was linked to that primal force via electricity, via energy consumption, and that energy consumption also protected it and made it unique unlike anything humans have ever seen? What if God had a much higher thought, one that involved guiding man into the celestial errors in order to preserve humanity rather than the idea that he would have to let everything return to the Stone Age. There is no need to go back in time to move forward. Instead, what if God could expose old, corrupted money and create new, pure money, a new form of exchange, a new way to transfer value in the universe, a way that is controlled by no one man, but is linked to man's world through the physical work required to produce it. There would be no need for a third party. It would be a personal exchange of value between two people, two groups, two states, or two countries, with no need for the middlemen of a central bank or government. This perceived need for a middleman is precisely what poisons pure money. Yet, the Babylon system once again convinced man of its toxic benefits. Much wealth has been created at the expense of the most vulnerable, through its yield-chasing and inflation-based schemes. The Babylon way deceived man. The money system that we now have may very well be used to bring mankind into total captivity through the use of one new central bank digital currencies and co-opted stablecoins, if not resisted and replaced with a pure digital currency that has no controller and allows absolute ownership and sovereignty of property, it will be a death blow to human freedom. God is not opposed to money. 
God has always permitted hard, solid money such as gold and silver, and sometimes even man's word or mental ledger was sufficient for fair trade. But our fallen nature seems to always fall for Babylon's lucrative, steady beat. So what are we to do? What if we, as God's children, have always felt that something was off, that there must be a better way, but instead have felt trapped, unsure of who to trust or how to find a way out? Quote, The root problem with conventional currency is all the trust that's required to make it work. The central bank must be trusted not to debase the currency, but the history of fiat currencies is full of breaches of that trust. Banks must be trusted to hold our money and transfer it electronically, but they lend it out in waves of credit bubbles with barely a fraction in reserve. We have to trust them with our privacy, trust them not to let identity thieves drain our accounts, end quote. Satoshi Nakamoto, creator of Bitcoin. Money is no longer sound money that can be freely exchanged between people once it is controlled. Once they have control of the money, they can increase its supply and manipulate its value to whatever extent is necessary. When bad financial decisions are made, they can save their friends, who are closest to the money printer, while all the smaller individuals bear the burden of the ever-decreasing value of their currency and ever-increasing prices. They get to see their time, which is stored in a broken currency, melt away like ice. This type of currency manipulation always fails, but while it is held up, many people benefit from the transfer of wealth. This system, this fiat system, instills in us the notion that we must consume as much as possible right now because this type of money is losing value every day. The short-term satisfaction of buying something today before the prices rise becomes far more appealing than the long-term satisfaction of sound savings, sound storage of your time that will last and not melt. Even taking care of the poor and needy becomes hard to justify when we don't know what the purchasing power of our money will be in the coming months or years. In an article by Thomas Strolight called The Legendary Treasure of Satoshi Nakamoto, he talked of several things that were proven to be incorrect impossibilities. He wrote, quote, What makes this so extraordinary is this is a story that flies in the face of many widely held beliefs. This story dispels the belief that we cannot solve problems that experts, scientists, and mathematicians claim to be unsolvable. It erases the belief that a person cannot maintain their privacy or keep secrets. It eliminates the belief that it is only fame, fortune, or power which motivates people. And it invalidates beliefs that nations and corporations are all-powerful. All these beliefs are, by this one story alone, completely shattered. We are left with the realization that it was these old beliefs we held that turned out to be the myths. End quote. This money system, which is based on a predetermined inflation rate, steals covertly and silently from the most vulnerable members of society and serves as an ideal instrument for dividing those who can benefit from cheap money from a world where most people live paycheck to paycheck. 
Jesus Christ referred to helping the needy and doing good deeds for widows and orphans as practicing pure religion. We cast our supporting vote to maintain the status quo with every dollar we borrow or save, a vote that is showing passive approval of what our Savior fought against. Why do we give such an unfair system so much importance in our life? Why do we allow the money that is treading on the weakest in our world to continue its blatant thievery? Why do we partake in it? We appear to have an abundance of energy to fight the organizations that have all been infected by a corrupted money system. Everything is poisoned, from our food to our churches, from healthcare to education, and yet we do nothing to remove the poison. We hardly notice it's there slowly killing everything. Have we been lured into a captivity that we can't see? Are we like the fish that doesn't realize it's wet, or like the frog in the pot whose temperature slowly rises until it is boiled to death? I believe there is an uneasy feeling that has been pushed so far back to the back of our minds that we can no longer perceive how true society and culture should be in the absence of centralized control. I believe the adversary of our souls is aware of that. He has the ability to do anything with money, but this is all based on the assumption that God will not do anything with money. That he would not bother to inspire money that cannot be corrupted, seized, or stolen, and that can be mined and transactions verified as long as there is energy somewhere. I believe we can free ourselves from the fiat money system that has held us captive for so long. God is exposing the nakedness of the system to all humanity. And when that happens, when we are clearly shown, we must reject it. We must switch to a pure currency that God gifted to us through a selfless man who turned down fame, fortune, prestige, and power. Whether this man had a gifted mind, divine inspiration, or more likely both, he gave us a digital, scarce store of value in time that is immutable, that you can hold, and that you can pass down to future generations. It cannot be taken from you without your consent or negligence. It is a peer-to-peer form of cash. It is a fundamentally new type of property, that retains its value and can be transferred to the other side of the world in an instant. That being said, it is a different story if the internet goes down everywhere, on earth, or a doomsday clock finally strikes midnight. If there is a complete collapse, there is probably very little that can be done to keep us from returning to the Stone Age. If there is a way, and it is God's will, that there be a civilized people that shines his light so that it can become a free and great civilization on this earth for all time, it is reasonable to think that they will have a way to trade and store value that is uniquely incorruptible, pure, scarce, and more than likely, divinely inspired. Great piece by Jason Morris, man. Um, really, yes. Do I talk about this in the show enough? Probably not. When when I went out to the you know to the woods and did one of my first huge doses of psilocybin by myself, you know, prior to sun coming up, 
You know, this is this is why it's called brave. Is when you go out and you do this kind of thing, and you have these these experiences that are what I believe are the closest experiences I've ever had to God by far, by far. It's it's, it's like the the cheat code to go and see behind the curtain to see that you don't know a damn thing. This the, the thing to show you that you're you got to get your ego in check. That you have to help your your fellow man. And the only thing that I could take from that thing, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't the beauty of the moment, it wasn't what I had seen, it wasn't, you know, the feeling. It was the simple understanding that I was to love my fellow human beings. I was to spread something pure that was divine that was warm and accepting and non-judgmental bitcoin is code because it is love in code it means that you have the minimum amount of love for your fellow man to to leave them in peace to come to them through consent for anything that you may desire from them it sets the rules without having a ruler. If you don't understand that you have to love your fellow man just enough to leave them alone, just enough to stay out of their way if, they, if you are not welcome, just enough to leave their property, leave their money, whether you think you're some, you know, high on power, official, cop, whoever, you don't have a license to other people's things. And that's what Bitcoin does. It sets this straight. It is the communications protocol that changes everything. Every interaction that you will have with another human being, organization, whatever it is, it is anti-force. It is anti-coercion. It is peace. It is consent. And it is love. The minimum amount. Imagine the maximum amount. Imagine a world of 800 billion people. I'm sorry. That's the wrong number. I knew that off the top of my head as soon as I said it. 8 billion people. 8 billion people doing it better. Trading, communicating, and doing charity. Solving problems, building, constructing, creating content, sharing knowledge. Imagine that at maximum and that's what bitcoin does this is this this is to supplant the broken incentive system with sound money remember in the beginning of the show when i said that nations aren't killed by debt they're killed by fiat money centralized cuck bucks we're going to change all of that it's not going to be easy, but nothing in life ever is. And to be a part of this generation that's going to do it, to be part of this time of people who are going to change the world, what an opportunity. 
What an amazing point in history to be here. I can't imagine a more glorious fight for the future, for our kids, for their kids, and posterity. I hope you guys have an awesome weekend. That's going to do it for me this week. I've got so much going on, so much travel. I really, I can't, I can't thank this, this audience enough. I know th- things are nuts. I know things are crazy. I am trying to get you guys at minimum a show a week right now. And it is everything I can do to do just that. If you guys like to support the show, Cash App, Shane Hazel, Bitcoin, or Dirty Fiat, I'll change it into Bitcoin eventually. Thank you guys for everything you're doing out there. Until next time, I love you. I need you. Peace. Um, don't hurt people and don't take this back.